Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com/necpodcast. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com/necpodcast. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash NEC podcast. Schools around the corner, do you have an idea where you plan to get your medical coding and building education? Consider CareerStep. CareerStep offers online courses, flexible scheduling, and a HEMA-approved curriculum. After graduation, you get a voucher to take your CCA or CPC exam. CareerStep is also a My Career Advancement account, approved school funding for military spouse education. If you missed out on our previous offer, CareerStep still has you covered with a free laptop or up to $600 off your tuition. To redeem this great offer, you will need to enroll by August 31st. Again, that's August 31st by going to careerstep.medicalcodinggeek.com. Again, that's careerstep.medicalcodinggeek.com. This is Chuck Buck, host of Talk Dead Tuesdays, and you're listening to Not Elsewhere Classified. You are listening. You are listening. You're listening to. Do not to not elsewhere. Not elsewhere. Elsewhere. Elsewhere classified. Welcome to Not Elsewhere Classified, a podcast about the medical coding, health information technology, and clinical documentation improvement community. I'm your host, Brian Kui. Hello, everybody. We've made it to episode three. The podcast is moving along and we're making great progress. I want to thank you again for the continued growth. I do want to give a couple of shout outs. First, I want to give a thank you to Jeff White for giving us a couple shout outs on his podcast, Jeff is Awake. This podcast is a funny lifestyle show where he shares his dealing with certain life situations. Jeff and his wife, Faith, who hosts the show and discusses a wide variety of topics, including their update on a 30-day challenge they gave each other. You can find Jeff is Awake on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. You can find them also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. I want to thank those who recently gave our podcast a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Keep in mind these ratings help get our podcast noticed. My goal with this podcast is to reach a wider audience that goes beyond medical coding, HIT, and the CDI community. A-D-O-B at hashtag at (laughs) says, loving this podcast so much right now. I am a new graduate studying for my RHIT and in a new position as a billing integrity auditor. Just hearing others talk about how important CDI is for coding and reimbursement gives so much value to my job. Chris421421 says, I'm a foreign trained physician working in CDI and the NEC podcast is just what I was looking for. I believe that the best way to grow and advance your career is to learn from others that have already been in the field for many years. Today we have Chuck Buck. For those who don't know who he is, Chuck Buck is a senior vice president of new media for MedLearn Media and the publisher of RAC Monitor, that's R-A-C Monitor, and ICD-10 Monitor. In this episode, we talk about why I decided to have him on the podcast. I was really intrigued with his background and his relationship to healthcare, why everyone should stay on top of what's happening in healthcare, 
we talk about Talk 10 Tuesdays and how he orchestrates the weekly show. It's just me on my podcast. This guy has three, four, five people or more on his. It's amazing. So without further ado, my interview with Chuck Buck. Enjoy. Here's one question that I, I do have to ask. I know you're, you have a background in broadcasting. My, my wife makes fun of me and my kids make fun of me because I do webinars too. Yeah. And um, they say, "Oh, Daddy, you ha- you whenever you do your webinars, you have you have your broadcast voice, and then when you when you're not doing your webinar, you have your Daddy voice. Do you have that type of like a flip on flip off switch on how you speak?" I think probably. Um, I think my wife hears it sometimes. She'll say, "You know, slow down, <laughs> slow down." But she told me one time she said. Uh, you know, it was your voice I fell in love with. Oh, okay. So I thought, well, that's, <laughs> that's a good compliment, right? All right, so let's go ahead and get started, I guess. Uh, I'm ready when you are. All right, well, we're starting now. <laughs> all right. All right, everybody, welcome to the Not Elsewhere Classified podcast. I am very happy to have here uh, Chuck Buck, who is the host of the Talk 10 Tuesdays plus more. Uh, hello, Chuck. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, Brian. How are you today? All right. Well, again, I'm I'm very glad to have you here. You know, the reason why I probably you know you're probably like wondering why why am I here on a, a medical coding, health information technology podcast? Uh, you know, for me, you know, one of my connections is through Dr. Cecil Limhoko, who is a recurrent guest on your show, and we'll definitely talk about that uh, in the in this episode. But he, you know, one thing I asked him is, can you can you refer me somebody? And I, you know, one of the things that I've um, connected with Dr. Lim Hoko is that the fact that he was on your show, and after listening to your show, I asked him, "Say, can you can you get me Chuck Buck? I just want to talk to him, have a couple questions. See, uh, I definitely have some things to uh, you know want to ask him in regards to uh, the ICT-10 monitor. You know, how do you relate more into the industry and things like that? So, of course, he connected me with you, and now we're here. Well, I'm very delighted with that connection. As a matter of fact. Uh, I'm on the West Coast, so I'm used to uh, you know an early rise every uh, every morning. But I did get a call at five o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday, which was a little unusual, and it was uh, Dr. Lim Hoko who told me about this, and he was very excited about the possibility of our uh, working together, you and me. So. Thanks to uh, Dr. Lim Hoko, and uh, thanks to you, we're talking today. Awesome. Uh, so let's go ahead and get started. Um, again, I, I, we're we're going to talk about about you. Uh, I know you don't have a background, but I guess kind of tell us about where you came from and how you got to where you are today, especially with the uh, Top 10 Tuesdays. Okay, so uh, thanks for that question. I think it's quite quite interesting, as a matter of fact, uh, because my, uh, my transition from my previous non-medical life to my medical life really does reflect uh, some very interesting uh, history along the way, and I'll begin by telling you that I've been in the advertising agency business all my career, except for a short stint when I was a newspaper re- reporter on a local newspaper. So I've always been in the advertising public relations business. And I was in an advertising agency, one that I had started actually, called NKRNB, and we were doing a lot of technical advertising, um, what we called at the time black box advertising. And my boss uh, said he got a call from a friend of his who was now the new chief financial officer of a newly formed company called Quadramed. Quadramed was in San Francisco. We were in San Diego. So uh, he said that the new CFO 
who had moved from San Diego to San Francisco asked if we could do their annual report. Now, the background on that was that uh, Quadramed was formed in 2003, and at this time now, um, actually it was formed early, before that, I take that back, uh, it was formed uh, early on in the 1990s. Um, and so at that time, uh, they had just gone, undergone their uh, IPO, uh, initial public offering, and the stock market was very high on them because they had a new technology that everybody was talking about at the time. It was called EDI. Uh, maybe folks don't remember what it was, but EDI, Electronic Data Interchange. And uh, so they were touting that technology, and they uh, wanted to know if we do their annual report. We said, yes, we could. Uh, we created their annual report, and that was kind of my immersion into healthcare because from that, uh, they asked us to do a lot of their product advertising, a lot of the public uh, PR uh, for their products. And in those days, it was like this electronic document management, uh, performance measurement, uh, electronic remittance advice, all new terms to me at the time. But but it was very good experience, and they were really kind of on the cutting edge of, uh, in the 1997 when we introduced their uh, annual report. And subsequently, I was um, introduced to someone whom Quadramed had purchased. His name was Fred Stodelak. That's an important name to remember. Fred Stodelak had a company in New Jersey called Healthcare Design Systems. Quadramed had acquired him, brought him on board. He was now a shareholder, a member of the board of directors. And he would say to me, hey, Chuck, can you come out to New Jersey and help me with my, with my division? So that began my relationship with uh, Mr. Fred Stodelak. And so uh, I was doing a lot of that work uh, for Quadramed on behalf of Fred Stodelak. I'll try to make this real brief. Uh, he uh, left uh, Quadramed, sold his interest, took a non-compete, and then about five years later started a company called Innovative Health Solutions uh, based in New Jersey that would be focused on coatings, uh, CDM, uh, charge master reviews, audits. And he uh, asked me to be his advertising agency. I did. We started to write a newsletter for the clients. And one of the topics that we started to write about uh, had to do with the uh, recovery audit contractors. They had not started yet formally. It was in the, you know, it was the, uh, it was the uh, demonstration project, and we started to report on it. Uh, we wrote a lot of stories about it for this newsletter for Innovative Health Solutions. Uh, Fred uh, then uh, sold that interest of Innovative Health Solutions to a company called Akiro. Akiro sold their interest to uh, Med Assets. Med Assets. Uh, sold their interest to um, in Thrive, and so that uh, that's how it all started. But uh, and then he formed another company called Panacea, and he said to me, uh, I think it was in like 2007. He said, Chuck, I think we could build a business around the recovery out of contractors. He said, let's start a business. He told me to make create the name. I called it Rack Monitor. And uh, we started, uh, we launched Rack Monitor in December 3rd, pardon me, December 2nd, 2008. We've been publishing ever since. And uh, one day I went to see a company in New Jersey. Uh, I was on a plane and I thought, wouldn't it be cool if we were to have a radio program, an internet radio program? And so I wrote the whole concept on the back of an air sickness bag oh. uh, that was <laughs> i know there's some 
There's always a story, Dad. There's always an origin story, and that's a good one. Right, exactly. So that was it. And uh, so I wrote this whole concept, and I went to the client meeting. And I said, I have this idea. What if we were to start a radio broadcast, and we would feature you on it? And uh, so that's how that started. We started our first broadcast in January 2010. We've been broadcasting every Monday since then, and we've been going to conferences and have had very outstanding guests on our program. We've had uh, Inspector General Dan Levinson on with the OIG. He's been on, yeah, I think he's been on for about nine times. Uh, this past uh, May, we had Susan Gillen from the OIG. Uh, this coming July, July 10th, when we resume our broadcast after the July 4th, we're going to have uh, Judge uh, Nancy Griswold. She is the chief, uh, chief judge with Administrative Law Judge of the Department of Medicare hearings and appeals. You're going to be on our broadcast. So we've been doing that since 2010, 2011. Uh, we formed um, ICD-10 Monitor, and at the same time, about a couple of months later, we started Talk 10 Tuesday. The great thing about that broadcast is it was uh, a series that we started, and it was that we were monitoring and reporting on the uh, transition from ICD-9 to ICD-10. It was great ride for us great you had great stories uh, great interviews it was just a, an amazing uh part of history to, to witness and report on so that's how all that started all right that's, that's that's an awesome story so definitely a lot of hands-offs and trade-offs and and uh coming of uh i guess realization that uh especially with the changes in healthcare, because a lot of our our people our listeners that are listening to not you know listening now are more like, you know, they're in the beginning stages of their career, right? So at least with you, you know, we're definitely going to talk about how you relate more to the healthcare industry. And I think it's very important for our listeners to know that if they're going to go into this field, they can't just understand the technical aspect. They can't just know about, okay, I can code, I can do CDI, I can do a health information technology. Sometimes it's definitely a better practice to understand the bigger picture in terms of healthcare. Okay, so uh, definitely one thing that Dr. Cesar Limhoko, I keep on referring him because he's the one that referred me to you, uh, he mentioned that you are the person who has the pulse on healthcare. What do you, <laughs> what do you think of that? That title. Well, I think that's a very, I think that's a very generous title, and I'm and I'm complimented uh, that he would think that. Uh, but I just need to defer somewhat and say that if you are in the business of reporting on news, you really have to monitor a lot of news developments and trends so that you can you know somewhat be ahead of the story so that's my next question actually yeah that that's actually my next question what does it take to you know for those that that want to stay on top of healthcare, how would they do that from your perspective well I, i you know i think you really have to immerse yourself in the industry and i would uh strongly encourage everybody to uh read uh the information coming out of your associations, if you're a member of AHEMA, or, uh, and I encourage you to be a member of AHEMA, or the AAPC, I encourage you to do that. Or if you're on the compliance side uh, of the business, I'd encourage you to, to join HCCA, the Healthcare Compliance Association. So I think you really should be steeped in your, in your category of business and associations these professional associations provide a wealth of information. They provide a lot of training, a lot of education, plus a lot of news. So I certainly encourage you to do that. And I agree with you. You have to have a holistic approach. 
you know, the code is not the code. I mean, you need to have a context. You need to have uh, a background. You need to have a reference point of why are you doing that. And oftentimes I think, and not as a put down, but I often think that we kind of lose fact, uh, lose sight of the fact that why we're doing this. We're doing this for patient care. We've got to be focused on the patient and the patient's care and the out- and positive outcomes. Of oh, that's awesome. That's actually a very good point is the fact that, you know, we're coding, you know, it provides data. And, you know, I guess for most coders, they, they just code it and just let it be. But I think what's most important is what happens to that data. And so now that, you know, we have the advent of the electronic health record, uh, especially with now with a lot of data collection, uh, you can see where it's definitely being used as far as how it influences healthcare. Uh, and, you know, it's definitely, again, like, like Chuck said, you have to understand that big holistic approach. Um, let's go on to the next question. I have, so you have, so your background is in broadcasting, correct? Well, my background is, uh, it's kind of like this. I've been in the advertising agency business all of my career, but you know, when you're in the advertising agency business, you get exposed to broadcasting. So I, as an advertising agency person, I would do a lot of uh, radio production. I would do a lot of television production. So I was very much involved in the in the broadcast aspect of that. At one point, I was uh, a local uh, commentator on the uh, CBS affiliate here in San Diego, KFMB TV. I would report on current events, you know, current advertising trends on television, and then that segued into my being a political analyst for their election night coverage. So that was kind of nice. But I also was, uh, that's really I was also a journalist, you know, for a short period of time, and I just have a real interest in news. Uh, so that's where it comes from. And definitely you can tie in how the healthcare aspect, you know, in terms of the government and uh, politics definitely relate into what we're talking about today. Now, you've done, like you said, you've done a lot of journalism, advertising, broadcasting, and your experience uh, with your background what makes medical coding, revenue cycle management, clinical documentation improvement? Now, you know, we have uh, a lot of uh, talk about that uh, you know, in, the, in the industry. What makes it indus- interesting to you? I think what makes it interesting to, to me is the news value of it, of the subject matter, the news value. For example, you know, are they having problems uh, coding uh, a diagnosis? Why? Uh, has the claim been denied? Why? Uh, are they going to have to refund money? Why? What's going on? So it's this investigation into the root cause of these issues that really uh, piques my curiosity. Why is this happening? And oftentimes they'll tell me this and I'll say, hey, that's a very interesting news story. Why don't you tell me a little bit more about why you're having this problem? And so that's how it, you know, that's oftentimes um, how these ideas are germinated. So I'm interested in the news value uh, of of why they are incurring uh, problems or difficulties with their coding or anything having to do with revenue cycle management. Of course, CDI is an incredible subject matter. And uh, just to bring that home, look at all the news that we have been generating or reporting on when it comes to sepsis. (laughs) <laughs> we have talked about sepsis on Talk Down Tuesday, I think, until people are starting to glaze over. Uh, but it's still a hot it's still a hot topic. How about HCCs? Wow, that's a huge topic. 
and what what great news value. And now look what happened. Last week, I think it was last Tuesday, CMS released its proposed MACRA uh, final bill for 2018. A lot of news there in in just that. So, uh, and we, in fact, we talked about it uh, on Talk Ten Tuesday today, uh, which leads us to believe, wow, uh, are, you know, do we have enough? Are we getting enough information out to our people? Do they really understand HCCs? Do they understand the value of it? Do they understand the importance of it? Do they understand what MACRA means? how it's going to affect uh, the, the hospital's uh, financial viability. Now, you make a very good point, uh, Chuck, is the fact that you're, you're tossing a lot of some of these key uh, words like CDI, HCC, risk adjustment, RAC. And for those that are listening, I think it's very important for you to understand that these are key points that you need to focus on, especially if you're early on in your career. You know, you have to do what, what we're doing is you have to stay on top of healthcare, stay on top of the news and understand what's going. By understanding that news, understanding the trends, I think that's the key word is the trends, what's trending in healthcare today, it can determine your career path. It may be from a CDI standpoint. You could see definitely that's a lot of change. And by the way, Chuck, we, we I recorded with with the Dr. Limhoko and he just again, we had another session about sepsis. Uh, and he just kept on talking, you know, because I, I, I have a CDI background myself. So we tossed it back and forth and he almost ran out my my SD card because <laughs> he wanted to keep on talking about sepsis, you know, to have that uh, type of um, oh, you got that that type of um, uh, he, he's to me, he called it. He wanted to be like a big advocate for making sure people understand what's you know, what's truly happening in terms of his phrase, that clinical truth. What was I going to say also is the fact that, you know, just understanding the fact of what's happening, these keywords, risk adjustment, can definitely give you an idea of what's happening in your career. Now, let's move on to Talk 10 Tuesdays. All right, let's take a moment and hear a word from our sponsor. This episode of Not Also Classified is sponsored by Integrity Coding, Billing, and Educational Development. Integrity Coding offers courses online and in the Boston area. They build their foundation on instructing students on the fundamentals of coding guidelines, small engaging class sizes, and fair and reasonable prices. On Monday, August 28th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Integrity Coding will be hosting a Q&A session on the fundamentals of medical coding. Danita Ruskowski, CPC and CPCI, will be answering your questions and will discuss the fundamentals of medical coding. Register now for the free event Yes, it's free by going to IntegrityCoding.com. Again, that's IntegrityCoding.com. Uh, I listened to a couple, right? And I do have a lot of questions. But before going into my questions, you know, I don't want to be selfish. Uh, uh, can you tell the audience a little bit more what Talk 10 Tuesday is all about and what they can expect? Uh, thank you for that, for that introduction and the, and the lead-in. Uh, we started uh, Talk 10 Tuesday in uh, May of 2011, and it was uh, it was part of our ICD-10 monitor mission to report on the implementation of ICD-10 from ICD-9. So we started that, and then uh, we followed that all the way through until uh, September uh, 2015. And then it became, you know, now it was now October and the start of the fiscal year and everybody converted. So that's how we, that's it, you know, how that came 
to, to be. So then some folks would say to me, well, hey, Chuck, what are you going to do now that ICD-10 is over? And it's really a non-story. But uh, we have been finding great stories, you know, to report on. And so, you know, not to be too uh, repetitive here, but, you know, we've been talking about HCCs. Uh, we were even thinking that there might be uh, an HCC coder concept we ought to be talking about, uh, reporting on, on macro. You and I just discussed uh, the ongoing reporting on sepsis. Uh, we're going to be continuing to report on the coding clinics that come out from the AHA quarterly. We did that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we're going to start reporting on the CPT codes in 2000, you know, at the sometime in September this year, AMA is going to release CPT codes. We think that's important. We're doing a three-part series. We'll be talking about that on Talk 10 Tuesday on the 2018 final rule as it relates to uh, all the code changes. So those are, and, and in fact, when you mentioned uh, CDI, uh, one of the things, one of the missions we're doing here on Talk 10 Tuesday, we're trying to get people to think about instead of clinical documentation improvement as it's been known for all these years uh we're trying to encourage people to talk about clinical documentation integrity <laughs> yes that's true uh especially with cdi i've been doing it for 11 years uh pr prior to doing this stuff right but i still do it now uh i've been doing it uh since 2006 and one of the biggest changes is the fact that there's a, been a full pendulum swing as i kind of see it where you're doing CDI because initially because of things that are not documented and then you have to do education for them. And, you know, these doctors, they're not dumb. They learn, right? They, they adapt and they adapt in such a way that they're documenting everything that you want them to, to document. And there's a problem there where they're documenting stuff, but it's not clinically supported. <laughs> and then as a result of that, things get denied. It comes back. And now we're going backwards on the other side of the pendulum, trying to tell them, hey, you know, you're documenting this, but it's not clinically supported. Uh, this is probably in tie-in with the RAC as well uh, to make sure that it's not from a reimbursement standpoint. As you stated, it's all about patient safety. <laughs> I, I think there's a story there, Brian. We got to talk about that. I mean, I mean, that's that I have like a full story on CDI. I mean, that could be, <laughs> that could be another podcast. I have like a perspective on, on what that, you know, what my thoughts would be, uh, especially on LinkedIn. Also, um, I know there's a couple people. Uh, I know Glenn Krause is uh, somebody right, who Glenn I've seen is, on uh, LinkedIn, right. uh, who's also on your also on, on Top Ten Tuesdays, who's also spoke there. Uh, he's been a very big advocate on that that transition or that that paradigm shift uh, on how it should be viewed than what it was before. Okay, my question. I'm gonna geek out for a second here. Is your broadcast right? So I'm listening to it. Okay, and. It's very well formatted in such a way that it's like I, I always have to wonder how is it that you orchestrate this broadcast with so many people that are involved? I think maybe like how I, I usually tend to listen to about maybe three, four five voices in there and then they just transition so smoothly and then it's just well orchestrated like a like a nice well oiled machine. How can you kind of like tell me or tell the audience how? Is it that you put it all together, make it all work? Were there any times that it kind of fell apart? Well, uh, thanks. I'm gonna. I, I'm. A, I'm assuming that's a compliment. So I want to. I want to thank you. Thank you in advance. <laughs> it's, a, it's a compliment. Yes. Well, you know, I had a radio background. Uh, when I was in high school, I was. I had a, a job in, in a radio station, and uh, my dad was uh, was a radio producer in the days of live radio. He was a producer for the National Broadcasting Company. So I kind of grew up in the client's booth. I grew up listening to him, watching him work. 
So, uh, and he would bring home uh, to our home when uh, in Los Angeles. He would bring home scripts from the programs he would produce. He'd bring home the Bob Hope script. He'd bring home the Jack Benny script. Uh, these scripts are like 40, 40 pages long. Uh, so I would read these. I would listen to him. I would go into the studio at NBC in Hollywood. I would sit next to him. I'd watch these great actors perform. So I had I've kind of had that in my DNA. So to your question, what we do is that we have a topic. Uh, we uh, we develop the topic, and then we have a panel of uh, regulars, uh, generally. Uh, Dr. Erica Reamer is our co-host. Uh, we uh, have Glenn Cross, uh, whom you mentioned earlier, is, does our CDI report. I have someone at the Talk 10 Tuesday news desk uh, today. It happened to be Holly Louie, who's a past president of the, of the Health Business Management Association. She just returned last week from a meeting with CMS. She reported on our meeting, which I thought was very interesting. So we have kind of a format. We know that we're going to have, uh, so we, we we know we're going to have formatted segments. And then what I do is, for my television background, I create what we call a rundown uh, that shows uh, where we go, how we start at the top of the broadcast, and what happens in every in every four minutes in in, in every four minute segment. And so, uh, so I create the I create the rundown, shows the time in, the time out, the amount, the amount of time, what the, who's going to be talking, and what the subject matter is, and then so I, I produce the rundown, send it out to everybody who we've invited to be on the program. Then I write a script to that uh, rundown uh, with with my my lines, the lines to be read by Dr. Erica Reamer, uh, how we handle the intros, uh, how the who tosses to whom, uh, when Dr. Limpoco would say, and that's how it is, Dr. Reamer. Reamer. Dr. Reamer says, well, thank you very much, Dr. Limpoco, and so on. And they will say, Chuck, back to you. And I'll say, thank you, Dr. Reamer. Thank you, Dr. Limpoco. <laughs> and now, continuing with our discussion on sepsis we're going to have today, you know, Dr. Feelgood. And so, so that's how. So then we record it uh, live to tape, as they say in broadcasting. We record it live to tape. And then, the fellow uh, who is our announcer, Clark Anthony, is a longtime friend of mine. He takes the recording, he cleans it up, closes up some of the dead, what we call dead air time, and then he has a, a whole bunch of musical intros, what we call bridges, uh, that uh, you'll hear as we transition from one segment to the other. He sends me when we we sends me right after the broadcast a recorded a, a post production version of it for my review. I look at it or listen to it, and then I send it off to our company uh, in St. Paul, and the team there, you know, puts it in a uh, sends out an email with a link to the broadcast. That's how we do it every wow. Monday and Tuesday, <laughs> every week, yeah, every week. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my! I, goodness. I'm really happy for Fourth of July, actually. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I bet when the holidays come in, you're like, oh, whew, you know, you kind of have to take a breather. You know, it, it, it you know, it, it's great content that you provide, but it's very intense. You know, it's like I, I sometimes wonder, I'm like, my goodness, what's going on over there? You know, is everybody okay? You know, it's just like it's like a full, full on, you know, hands on deck. 
get this information for everybody who needs it you know and you guys serve that uh, purpose well uh, with talk 10 Tuesdays at least with me with the podcast you know I mean, we, we talked about it earlier you know I'm for me I'm in my beginning stages with this uh, and it's just me the one-man team uh, doing it you know you're talking about the recording aspect and then uh, you know, you're talking about the editing aspect, then the uploading aspect, then the sharing and marketing aspect, and then you got to redo it again. And, you know, with more guests and more guests, at least you do it with, uh, you know, every week with a team. And then it's usually with me. So, uh, you know, hopefully, at least for us, me or me in the future, we can definitely build up uh, to somewhat of a team that can definitely reach to the caliber of uh, Top 10 Tuesdays, you know. So that's something I definitely want to look at. Thank you. Uh, so for no, well, you're welcome. <laughs> it's 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 wonderful to have you here. First of all, um, so for Talk Ten Tuesdays or anything in regards to uh, ICD Ten Monitor and also the Rack Monitor, what are some of the future plans that are in store uh, with that? Well, with uh, with respect to uh, to Rack Monitor, a couple of things that are very important to us. Uh, one, uh, we are going to. Con- we're going to continue to report on rural health. Rural health is, is really uh, the safety net for so many people in America. And the safety net is kind of like the Arctic tundra. And, you know, once you trample on it, the tundra goes away, won't come back. So we're very, very concerned about rural health. So we're going to continue to monitor rural health, particularly in light of the, uh, of the movement underway to uh, repeal and replace Obamacare because we think that's going to impact uh, Medicaid, and of course, Medicaid is very important um, for so many of those uh, providers uh, and and patients and beneficiaries in those rural areas. So, huge, huge push on rural health. Uh, another issue that we're going to continue to uh, work on: cybersecurity. Cybersecurity. Think about this. You know, there was a global uh, uh, cyber attack today. It started in the Ukraine. It affected some of the uh, banking uh, in Ukraine, some of the bank, uh, you know, financial institutions in Ukraine. It spread rapidly across Europe. Uh, Merck, which is one of the world's largest uh, drug manufacturers, uh, reported from their uh, location in New Jersey that their computers have been compromised. Uh, so uh, we're going to continue to focus on on that. We think it's a very serious issue, especially when we talk about uh, the sale of, you know. PHI on the dark web. So we're going to continue to, to do that. Uh, we're also concerned about the moon. You know, that's the Medicare um, uh, observation notice. Um, and we're concerned about uh, hospitals being able to implement the moon correctly. So we're going to continue to walk, look at that. The two midnight rule continues to be a problem. Oh, wow. We're yeah. going to continue to report on the two midnight rule. It's probably one of the most conflicted uh, policy that uh, CMS ever created. Of course, it's very contentious. We're going to report on that. And then uh, here's a a big issue that's new, and we're going to be following this as well. That's Medicare Advantage organizations. Right. Anytime someone says, yeah, we have a problem with Medicare Advantage, I think, you know, virtually, you know, 40 hands go up and say, yeah, me too. (laughs) Uh, So we're going to report on that. or continue to report on managed care organizations, especially as many, you know, providers are opting out of uh, Medicaid and going to Medicare Advantage programs. Uh, there's a lot of money in it for insurance, you know, for payers. And when there's a lot of money, I think there's always a lot of problems. So that kind of gives ah, you a, yeah. a glimpse of to uh, 
what we're looking at on the rack monitor side. More money, more problems, as they would say. Right. <laughs> right? Indeed. So I guess you, uh, one thing that Chuck Buck has mentioned is a lot of things that are happening in the industry. So, you know, for those that are listening, you should be kind of being paying a, paying a bit of attention because what he's mentioning now is something that is going to happen in the future. So if you're looking into your career in coding, in CDI, or even health information management, even in cybersecurity, for those that are, you know, my HIT uh, audience, these are things you have to consider. Because when, for me, you know, early on, when I first started in HIM, you know, we were in a paper-based format. Mm -hmm. Now we're in electronic health record format, and now we're even thinking now of a cybersecurity big data, mm -hmm. uh, you know, format. So you see that transition. So as any professional, you know, like myself and Chuck, is the fact that you have to transition to change. You have to adapt. You have to get ready. You have to get certified. Uh, and like me and Chuck do, we have to stay on top of healthcare uh, from a holistic approach. Okay, so. I do have another question is if people wanted to learn more because I do talk to some people at least from my networks uh, I run a medical coding geek brand uh, and I also run some groups for those that are listening uh, where can they learn more about uh, talk uh, talk 10 Tuesdays ICD 10 monitor rack monitor and more where can they find okay it? thanks very much uh as you uh, at at the at the icd10monitor.com site, you're going to see all our stories. We we produce a weekly e-newsletter on coding documentation, and you'll find all of that information at icd10monitor. When you go to the homepage, you're also going to see a tab that says Talk 10 Tuesdays. Open up that tab, and you're going to see a preview of upcoming broadcasts. And you're also going to be able to download free of charge. All this is free information, you're going to be able to download um, and listen to archived versions of Talk 10 Tuesdays. Same thing on the Rack Monitor site. We have been producing an e-newsletter, as I mentioned earlier in this interview, since two, since December the 3rd, 2nd, pardon me, December the 2nd, 2008, we've been producing a newsletter called uh, Rack Monitor e-news. You can learn all about that at the rackmonitor.com site. Also, when you go to the site, you're going to see a tab there that says monitor Mondays, uh, open up that tab. You're going to see uh, upcoming um, programs we have planned in the future about a week out. We, we try not to get too far out because of the news that's always breaking, but you'll be able to listen to archived versions of monitor Mondays. So that's where you're going to find all that information. And, you know, Brian, I would encourage uh, you and, and your listeners to, if you have any news that uh, we should be reporting on, they can certainly send you that information and you can send it to me at cbuck at medlearnmedia.com because we really, uh, the strength of our work comes from the, the information we get from the field. Exactly. I think, you know, when anybody is concerned, they have to, you know, have a voice. And I think, you know, with us, you know, in, in the, in the, the, the more of the content sharing podcast, broadcasting online, uh, sector, we can definitely get that done. So I'll, I'll definitely uh, let you know the medical coding geeks let them know that hey, if there's anything that they need to report, if they find anything that's worth uh, sharing, uh, definitely send that to me, and I'll send that over to Chuck. All right, well, Chuck, I do have one more question for you before we finish. Here is what final words do you want to share with the audience? What kind of best advice would you give to those that are listening today? Well, first of all, I want to thank you very much for this opportunity to talk to your 
to your followers. And uh, and just a parenthetical note, we are doing a uh, an ongoing series on coder burnout. <laughs> so I want to oh wow yes. I want to encourage you to listen to that. Our next broadcast I think is going to be July the twenty fifth. We're going to be talking about coder burnout. A lady by the name of Sarah Laird, who's the senior director of corporate coding at Noviant Health. Uh, has a three-part series on coder burnout, so be sure to listen to us. I think it's uh, July 25th when you're going to hear more about coder burnout. So, so here's 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 my I- I- advice. Uh, I think that you need to just embrace your profession. You need to think of yourself as being a value-added coder, someone who can do coding but also has a perspective, has a context and has a curiosity to know what happens when those, you know, when those diagnoses are coded, who has a curiosity what happens in the next sequence of events, who has a, a curiosity to how is that going to impact uh, my, uh, inst- my uh, healthcare uh, facility and how is, in turn how is that going to impact my uh, job security, my job um, performance, my job compensation. So I think you've got to really have that kind of global look, uh, just, uh, just having your, uh, you know, head down in the, in, you know, in the, on your computer screen, now, not looking up around you and having a more holistic approach, as you said earlier, I think is detrimental. And I think you've got to think of yourself as a value-added coder, not a coder, but a value-added coder. Does that help? Yeah, well, no, that that helps a lot. I think the idea of of just being curious, uh, understanding where you are in the world of what you're doing, and then you also mentioned the embracing uh, the fact of being a professional, and that's that's pretty much key. So again, Chuck, thank you very much for being part of this podcast. I do appreciate you uh, taking your time. Uh, with us to to lend your knowledge and your content and let us know about top uh, talk 10 Tuesdays and more. Thanks, Brian, very much. Uh, and be sure to listen to us Mondays, 10 a.m. to 10:30. <laughs> Rack Monitor and Tuesdays, Talk 10 Tuesday, 10 to 10:30 Eastern. Thanks again, Brian, very much. Thank you, Chuck. It was a total pleasure having you on the podcast and gaining some insight on broadcast production and giving us all a reason why to stay on top of what's going on in healthcare today. Again, you could find him on Talk 10 Tuesdays on ICT10Monitor.com and RACMonitor.com. I reached out to Chuck and he wanted to share that they have been producing a series on clinical documentation integrity on Talk 10 Tuesdays and producing a three-part webcast series on 2018 ICD-10 codes and also a four-part series on ENM guidelines. Coming up on the next episode of Not Elsewhere Classified. It, 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 it is crazy. Back in the early days... In another group, somebody had mentioned, oh my gosh, Miss Pam said, and I'm like thinking, who in the heck is Miss Pam? Not Elsewhere Classified is presented and produced by Medical Coding Geek. Music was brought to you by 43 and Coyote Hearing. 
Medical Coding Geek offers tutoring and media services for the medical coding, health information, and CDI community. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MED Coding Geek. That's MED Coding Geek. You can also find us on our website, medicalcodinggeek.com, where you can find and listen to all the podcast episodes plus the show notes from today. Make sure to subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Play. We would definitely appreciate it. And again, thank you for being part of this podcast. I'm your host, Brian Kui, and you have just listened to Not Elsewhere Classified. MedicalCodingGeek.com This podcast is supported by Weebly.com. Have a product? Building a company? You'll need a website. Create your site with Weebly's drag-and-drop website builder and responsive themes without any technical experience. Believe me, I built my website in under 30 minutes. It really is that easy. Listeners of this podcast will receive a 10% discount on any Weebly subscription plan or promote plan. To get this discount, go to Weebly.com. That's W-E-E-B-L-Y dot medicalcodinggeek.com. Again, that's weebly.medicalcodinggeek.com.